0: Hey Climbers, Brent here. Are you ready to write your best songs ever? Are you ready to take that next step in your songwriting journey? Well, I want to help you with that. Listening to the Climb Podcast is a great way to get started on your songwriting journey and to learn the basics about the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. But eventually, you're probably going to need the personal touch. You're probably going to need some one on one feedback, some advice, and some help reaching your songwriting goals. And that's what I want to help do for you. I want to help you write your best songs ever. And I want to help you learn the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. Of how to turn pro in your mind and in your behavior before you ever turn pro on paper. Before you ever have the awards to hang on the wall. I want to give you the mindsets and the skills to earn that stuff. And so we'll dive into your questions and I'll give you honest answers. And... I can help repair your song if it's already written but has a couple bugs and has some opportunities to get better. Or we can help prepare your song if you have an idea, a notion, a title. We can do your own private song title challenge if you want. If you want to get ready for a co-write, if you have a meeting coming up and you want to get your stuff locked down where it's the best it can be, I'm happy to help you do that as well. You can see my calendar, get all the details, and actually book a session at songwritingpro.com coaching. That is songwritingpro.com coaching. Now, if you're still not sure if a coaching session with me is the right thing for you, let's listen to what this climber had to say about their session.
1: Having been around musicians and songwriters a lot of my life, I always wondered why. Some made it and others didn't, and it never really made sense like there was a glass ceiling or magic formula or you had to live in nashville to even have a shot but after coaching with brent baxter i've come to understand that it's just like anything else in life worth having it takes an education knowing people practice 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 and then more education and relationships i didn't really have a clue how much knowledge and intention that it took until I was in the room with him, a man that made his living and fed his family with the knowledge that he has. There's a lot of naturally talented songwriters out there, but at some point, even the greats have to learn new skills and new ropes to stay relevant. I've had so many roadblocks and awe moments released from Brent that I've lost count. His simple observations have solved many of my complex problems, and he's made suggestions that have changed my entire direction on certain songs and pulled me up higher. Sometimes I cringe at the money I've spent on demos. If I had half the money I had spent on demos and put it toward my education, I'd have a lot less worthless demos. He's explained things to me in five minutes that really could have made all the difference that entire time. Song title challenge.
2: All right. Welcome to another song title challenge where the question is climbers. How would you write this one? This is a little mini-sode, if you will, where climbers send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Remember, production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put song title challenge in the subject line. And then they get into the right folder. I spring them live to Brent, our hit songwriter co-host, our beloved hit songwriter on the Climb show here. And we spend 15 minutes trying to essentially come up with four to five different conceptual angles to write the same title most times the first most obvious way that you want to write the title is not the best way to do it there could be another way that's going to get people scratching their heads going oh that's so good so that's what we do it's a creative exercise you can use all of it you can use none of it you own 100 percent of the song the only thing you owe us is just a ticket to the number one show right right take me to the party brand practices what he preaches i promise mm-hmm. you Go through your hookbook. I got a song title challenge for everybody. Uh-huh. I got the song title challenge challenge. Challenge,
0: right? challenge, challenge. For everybody challenge.
2: Now, I want you to take five of your oldest song titles that you have in your hookbook, stuff that you haven't looked at in years that's kind of like wilted lettuce, that there's no energy in there anymore. They're just not speaking
0: to you like they did. There's when mystery m- water in the bottom of the bag. You're like, that was dry yeah. when I put that in there. Where'd that You're come like, from? What, what is that? Yeah. Where's that coming and, from? Yeah. <laughs> And
2: then do this exercise on your own, and you just might pop in a couple more up to the top of your hookbook list and reinvigorate them. All of a sudden, in 15 minutes of that kind of work, you can breathe brand new life into something. And as Brent has testified in the past mm-hmm. on the podcast, he's taken a 10-year-old song title and bring it into a new right and going, hey, check this out, and you're, and you're writing a song because you thought about it
0: just a different way, Right. That's right. So, are you ready? (laughs) No, but that's never stopped us. Let's rock it. (laughs)
2: All right. This is from Chris Burton.
0: Chris Burton. All right.
2: The title is In the Neon. In
0: Ah. the Neon. In the Neon. All right. Thank you, Chris, for sending that in. That's interesting. Country is what I write a ton of, right? So, that's the first thing I think of. Generally, I hear neon. I think country, honky-tonking kind of songs, right? So, that's kind of Mm -hmm. immediately where my mind goes. Let's play with this in the neon. I mean, it's an image, so I'm thinking, okay, what am I seeing in the neon? I'll try to let that title give me clues to what this could be about. So, so much can happen in the neon, right? Or maybe the best stuff is what doesn't happen in the neon. You know, what doesn't mm. happen, what you can't see in the neon. See in the neon that has a little bit of a little internal something to it. That's hot. See
2: yeah, on, that's hot. Can't right.
0: see in the neon. <laughs> nice. Pee on the neon. That'd be a thing, like a sign across the board. Don't pee on the neon. (laughs) Poop on the jukebox. So anyway.
2: What you don't see on the neon, like you could be talking about, you know, being in a bar, but Mm -hmm. it's, and you know how... It's typically going to be a little darker, and mm-hmm. we're meeting somebody for the first time, so we're not meeting that person, we're meeting their representative. Right? <laughs> exactly, right. it's
0: what Chris Rock said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're meeting a <the> representative.
2: So <laughs> right. maybe the lyrics could go down that road and just sort of because the initial attraction is there, mm-hmm. there's some chemistry happening. And by the way, I'm doing a little research on neon while you're talking here. Mm -hmm. And Wikipedia, I just want to read this because this is, I didn't see this one coming, but neon is a colorless, odorless, inert, monatomic gas under standard conditions with about two thirds the density of air. Here's the hit. It was discovered along with krypton and xenon in 1898 as one of the three residual rare inert elements remaining in dry air after nitrogen, oxygen, argon and carbon dioxide are removed. So he could be your Krypton. You're making
0: like subtle little. <laughs> neon is my Kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the egg guys out there going, that's so cool.
2: <laughs> but it would totally work. It's not so clever because everybody knows Kryptonite Superman. Everybody gets that reference. I just thought, interesting. Well, that is that interesting.
0: In. Krypton. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so wide open, right? But it could just be the general honky tonk, getting our party on in the neon having a good time in the neon and party on in the neon neon. like okay that kind of writes itself but how do you do that not generically all right what do we write that's not the generic just neon party song because to me it's not that interesting now if, if you're the artist and you're doing that on your own kind of stuff then hey maybe you make it really cool but to me there's not enough there to really turn me on as a lyricist it is more interesting saying what you can't see in the neon because maybe it's a little bit of like new way to fly by Garth Brooks or, you know, these people that are kind of lined up at the bar and, and you can see, see the whiskey and you can see all this stuff. But what you can't see in the neon are the broken hearts, the memories, the dreams. You could maybe follow specific people like you see him sitting there, you know, and the reflection off his whiskey glass kind of stuff. And you can see how his heads kind of dip and you can see that. But what you can't see is. The stuff that's going wrong at home and that's why he's there to man when he used to be a young man and he had his first drink and how it burned and now he doesn't even really taste it or you know, it could be talking about these people like what brought him to this place mm. could be a thing like kind of heavy interesting yeah, yeah. So that could be a thing or you see her and she's kind of at the corner of the bar and she's making eyes or whatever and kind of running a finger around the top of the, her shot glass or whatever. And, but what you don't see is, you know, she got kids at home and a husband wonder where she is and they haven't, whatever. been. What you don't see on the neon. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a lot of stuff like she's out there making herself available. What you don't see is her broken heart and her broken home, that kind of stuff. So there are all these stories you can make up about these people and be just like a real George Strait kind of thing which Mm -hmm. would be cool it's kind of character studies and all Mm. those details of what you can see but what you don't see is in the course that sort of thing or maybe it's like interesting because of our last podcast with Lindsay talking about you know the female artist perspective and stuff it could even be a female song or a male song but talking about that girl that looks so hot in the neon kind of thing but what you don't see is she's so much more than just that
2: Mm. So you should treat her more than that. What you don't see in the neon is that you find out that she's really smart, that she's, she's... funnier than you. <laughs> <She's>...
0: <laughs> exactly. That she's got her own hopes and dreams and insecurities and her own string of broken hearts and all this stuff that you can't see in the neon. So maybe treat her like mm. a person.
2: Um, yeah. Cause neon really is, it's like the spotlight, right? It's like the way that we sort of develop a relationship with our favorite artists mm-hmm. from afar and mm-hmm. You know, we learn things about them, but we don't really know what happens behind the scenes. And, mm-hmm. and some of it's tragic, but some of it's amazing. Like Dolly Parton behind the scenes is like, if she'd run for president, we'd all vote for
0: her. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> she could run Parton a frigor- country.
2: <laughs> yeah, You right. could seriously run a country. It could be that. I think we're kind of going down that same road there, but just how everything's organized. It's a well-oiled machine and maybe it's a wish that somebody's thinking about like you're inside the guy's head or maybe you're looking back, you know, they're married now. And you're just like, man,
0: things I couldn't see in in the neon. neon. Yeah. Which could be, man, that things I couldn't see in the neon, that could be everything from, dang, she was awesome. I just didn't see it. I saw her as kind of one thing, or I should have been home. I should not have been drinking so much. I should not have been doing all this stuff. Oh man, things I couldn't see in the neon or it could be positive, right? Like I thought she was just gorgeous But I couldn't see all this other stuff that I discovered about her that through that initial attraction, things I couldn't see in the neon. But man, when I got her out of there and we got to talking and all this stuff, oh my gosh, she's even better than what I could see in the neon. Right. So that's a more of a positive thing. Like she's more than just a pretty face. I do think that's interesting. The, the thought about her, she's a lot more than you can see in the neon mm-hmm. is interesting. Cause that's just a different slice of it. Now, another angle could be, you know, we're talking about the honky tonking kind of thing. Fish belong in the water or in a skillet. <laughs> Birds belong in the air and I belong in the neon, you know, right. like, almost like a John party. Like that's my home. That's my environment. That's where my friends are. That's home. I belong in the neon. Fish belong in the river. Fish belong, oh, my like Fish belong in my net. Fish belong on a hook. <laughs> yeah. Cows belong on a grill. <laughs> all this stuff. My hand belongs in yours, or whatever. And I belong in the neon, where my friends are, where I get to dance with you. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then you can kind of hit that, but be an interesting way of approaching that kind of honky tonking thing in the verses, which is a different way, and you may not see it coming. Going fish belong on a hook. What? Where's this going? Whatever things that are relevant for your brand and the brand you're writing for, right? Cause that's going to be different for different artists. But if they're saying I belong in the neon or maybe we, maybe it's a party thing. like And we belong in the neon. Yeah, Birds belong yeah. in the sky. Fish belong in the river. Da, 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 da. And we belong in the neon where the, and then you need to kind of describe the bar thing and we're raising our glasses and stuff. And could be a, a fun kind
2: of, bar anthem here's another way to possibly go i don't know if this helps or hurts but there's a lot more to the neon right like like think about just all the different kinds of neon signs there's certainly some really cool if i'm looking at images of neon signs aside from your typical bar signs which we all know very well there are some other types of iconic neon signs. there certainly can be a a vintage like 50s diners and stuff, the drive-ins, mm-hmm. the car hops, they had largely neon signs. Mm-hmm. It could be one of the really popular signs right now is the Pharmacy Green Cross neon, which is, if you've got an edge, it could also be attributed to to weed because there's a lot of the weed stores. I think that's their iconic thing and the, where it's legal. you mm-hmm. know, There's lots of places where it's legal to buy weed. I mean, there's Christmas trees. There are... The Colony Hotel in Miami Beach, their sign is neon. It's like if you saw it, if, you, if, if you're not aware of it, you go look at it, you're like, oh, you've seen that before. You don't even know you've even seen it. BB mm-hmm. King's Club, which is a mm-hmm. chain, all neon, their sign out on the street. Yeah. There's some, I'm looking here at Pizza, Acapulco Mexican food. There's all these different kinds of things. There are coffee joints, strip joints sushi places used cars pizza joint i mean there's just, so there's so much that people do with neon maybe it doesn't have to be about a bar right
0: right yeah or about it could be a bar new. and late night greasy spoon diners and middle of nowhere motels on the road to the next gig you know it could be mm-hmm, a little bit of mm-hmm. the artist's life like man mm-hmm. and I belong in the neon because I go from a neon bar to a motel with a oh, neon sign yeah, with a, and a all neon sign lights
2: up your, your room through the crappy curtains yeah. that they have and I guess <laughs> like, yeah. it blinks on and off like that mm-hmm. oh it's so good and so eating good.
0: at that all night basically waffle house diner or whatever after the show mm-hmm, it's like yeah mm-hmm. we belong in the neon it could be a little bit we're the band you know we're an American band, yes, band of brothers yes kind of we're an American American band, we're yeah, it's coming like, to that,
2: town. We
0: belong in the neon. And then
2: I think, okay, you just maybe think of like a poison lyric, you know, underneath the neon sign that says Jesus saves. to mm-hmm. belong in the neon there too, right? It yeah. could be a little twist on that. But like with a neon sign that says Jesus saves, it has a certain aesthetic that mm. the message is the same, right? But it's like...
0: That's not usually how you see it. You don't normally see it. It's almost like a barroom aesthetic, with a not ballroom message.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? So it's yeah. good, but so it's a cool way to be cool and a believer, you know? Or yeah. put some edge on that belief, right? Like a little cool edge. Mhm.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Things you don't expect to see in the neon. Vegas got a lot of neon. Oh yeah, for sure, Vegas. So it could be a Vegas song. That's the kind of the beauty of this is that it's so wide open and that's the beauty and the danger of this title. The danger is yeah. going Turn up the radio, turn up the jukebox, and blah blah blah. And we're in the neon, we're in the whatever, and just kind of going straight ahead with no surprises. But oh, the, oh, all oh, these different oh. ways to do it. Yes, you horse hack. Yes. Okay, so
2: man, if you look at any pictures of Broadway on Nashville in Nashville at night, mm-hmm. all those honky tonk clubs, like just the street is mm-hmm. like Vegas, just lit up. Yeah. With with neon that's where the energy is so what if it's like to your point could be like a party song like that like come and join us because we belong in the neon kind of a thing it could be also
0: be maybe like rhinestone cowboy spin right Mm. chasing that neon rainbow you know that alan jackson classic Mm, 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 chasing mm -hmm. that neon rainbow living that honky-tonk dream because all i've ever wanted is a pick this guitar and sing just trying to be somebody Want to be heard and seen, chasing that neon rainbow, living that honky tonk dream.
2: All right, that's already been done. Let's not go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that's been like a long time ago. So, I mean, that stuff comes back around. But, but I
2: like the we're in the band thing. I
0: love that aspect. Yeah, of it. And that, like, that's If I was writing
2: a song, I'd be pushing for that. Like, oh yeah, let's do that.
0: Yeah. And, and you balance that going, okay, what's the service for the listener as well? You know, maybe the band can relate to it, but is there service there for the, for the listeners? Sometimes the service may just be Hey, we're letting you into our world. This is almost like a behind the scenes kind of song. Cause you know, I I know Dirk's cut a song called a band of brothers talking about his, his band. And Mm -hmm. so there are some songs about that stuff, but also like the, the idea of, you know, fish belong here and birds belong here and different stuff. Money belongs in the bank, whatever. And, Paycheck belongs in your pocket on a Friday night and we belong in the neon as kind Mm -hmm. of a barroom anthem kind of thing. Then the service there for the listener is, yeah, we're here, we're at the show, we're at the bar, whatever, and we're all celebratory is a thought too. But thing is, Chris, there are so many ways to go, which is, again, the fun and the danger. I think what you want to do is you want to consider, okay, what are your goals, right? What are your goals for the song? What are your goals in general? Like for me, if I'm going, okay, I'm writing this, I want a country hit out of this I'm going to think about okay what's the service for the listener that the that's going to make the artist feel cool to stand up there and sing and that the fan's going to get something out of it where it's not just about them that sort of thing and and I'm going to think about the the brand of the artist there are ways you could frame that kind of the barroom experience differently and kind of what the moral of the story is depending on your genre there's so many different ways something else like I was just thinking like where else do we see do we see neon every faded map dot
2: carnival that comes through town got a ferris wheel got mm. neon lights on that ferris wheel so
0: even from a kid as a kid you just love the neon mm-hmm. yeah you loved how that felt the carnival thing is interesting to the thought of i belong in the neon you start off talking about as a kid man the carnival comes and all these neon signs tilt a whirl and all yeah. this stuff And you're like man i'm in because i belong in the neon where the lights are bright and the there's a lot going on and all this stuff Blah, blah blah and then then when you're older you're going to the bar kind of thing too and maybe you're playing maybe you're whatever or you're just there partying but i belong in the neon it could be an interesting way of like yeah, my I, whole life I, long who knew i belong in the neon
2: yeah and it just gave you that energy right there's just something i mean how do you feel when you're a little kid and you go to that carnival and you're like oh, i want to get in the Ferris wheel ah! yeah and you're so excited i'm and, overstimulated and then, yeah exactly but it's got that thing like for me you know when i was younger and i could smell because i can't smell now but going to a live show and smelling like straight up the diesel fuel from the buses just turned me on (laughs) oh it just was like like god saying "Mm -hmm, that's what you should be doing you know (laughs) that's why you're gonna like this you know that's funny (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun one. So if if Chris wants to maybe work this out with you privately or something like that, what's a good way for me? Yeah,
0: happen? I do a private coaching. I also do coach writing and I also do song feedback. So I can help you prepare your song. I can help you repair your song and answer any questions you might have about the art, the craft and the business of songwriting. You can get all the details. You can see my calendar. You can book a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching. And kind of the difference between a coaching session would be like, oh, Chris, yeah, you want to you bounce some ideas around, do some more of the song title challenge. Yeah, here's a way maybe you could write that. You maybe go up over this thing. You could do that in the second verse, which coach writing, what it is, is I'm like, okay, come on, let's, let's go there together and let's actually hash out these lyrics and rhymes and, and actually write on the song together. So whatever appeals to you, Chris, or anyone else that's listen to this, so songwritingpro.com slash coaching. There you
2: go. All right, guys. So that brings us to the end of, uh, of another song title challenge episode. Once again, send your titles in as many as you'd like into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. Put song title challenge in the subject line so that it gets into the right place. And we may just read it on the air and shout you out. This That's podcast right. exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing.
0: And we'll see you at the top. Song title challenge.